Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey team, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I'm so glad you guys are here hanging out with us today. My name is Josh, and I'll be your host. I'm a youth pastor at Life Church, and I'm here with one of my really good friends, Alejandro Worth. Alejandro, how are you, man? Man, I'm great and better now that you said that too. I'm I'm so glad that we get to <laughs> hang out together today. And I just hope that we're able to be mature and like responsible and serious enough to teach people something. Because sometimes when you and I are together, there's very little responsibility in the room. Is that fair? It's a fair assessment. I mean, I view you as a father. <laughs> and, you know, if anyone knows us, you know, that's that's exactly what you are. It took you just, some time to actually say some words like, I love you, son. Uh, yeah, uh, we got there. I want I want people to know. Alejandro just made it sound like I'm 57, and I'm not, <laughs> all right? No, so Alejandro and I actually got to work together here at my campus at Northwest Oklahoma City and mm-hmm. developed a great friendship over that time. And now Alejandro is a youth pastor at Life Church. And man, I'd love if you just share with us what campus you're serving at, how long you've been with the church and help us kind of get to know you a little. Yeah. So I have am at Life Church Lenexa and I've been on the team for 3.72 years. Mm, that's um, important. If you're it's important because the internship time that we spent together is that seven two. We're coming up on four uh, years. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I have a wife, her name's Sky. We've been married for almost nine years. We have three kiddos, Bella, Lincoln, and Gideon. I Love what I get to do. I love being a part of this church and what our mission is and how we love people well. Well, I um, love that we're getting to hang out today. And you you kind of right there at the end said you love getting to be a part of this church and love people well. And that's a fantastic transition because that's actually part of what we're going to talk about today. So anybody that really knows Alejandro knows that one thing he does real well, if he does nothing else well, like in May, I mean, you know, like if he was just awful at all other things, one thing he does really well is love people. And so no one would ever doubt whether or not this guy genuinely cared about what was going on in their life. I think that we all like to think that hopefully people around us would feel that same thing about us, right? Mm -hmm. That that, that they might sense this person truly. They're a follower of Christ. There's somebody in my life. They know some of the stuff I'm going through and they genuinely care about me. And we, we all like to think or hope that that's the way that maybe we would be perceived as well. But in truth, there are some people that just stand out. And it's hard sometimes to pick out why. Like, why is it that this person seems to, like when people describe them, this continues to be the thing they describe them by, is loving people well. What is it that's different? And as switch leaders, as followers of Jesus, as some of us as parents, maybe as school teachers, as a leader in your community or at your place of work, hopefully one of your goals is that you would love the people around you well. And so the reason I asked Alejandro to be on this podcast, obviously, is because he does that so well. Alejandro, I'd love if you would just take a minute, maybe share with us what it is about you or your life or what got you to where you are, whatever it is that makes that be something that significantly stands out. Help us understand 
why it is something that has kind of naturally become an important thing to you. Yeah. Honestly, growing up, I had a really unique childhood. I was raised by a single mother and with my brother and sister. And unfortunately, she passed when I was young. And so we were raised by our aunt and uncle. And that was pretty tough. Growing up in life, it was tough all around. And we felt pretty rejected with a lot of different things. And it, it took a lot of time for me to figure out, you know, God, why does this matter? Why are we here? God, where are you? And right. I think it was about at the age of 19 when I realized, okay, God, there has to be a reason that I've experienced all of this loss, why this is happening. Like, you have to have more for me. I, I can't believe that this is just it. And on a path of trying to seek Christ and community, I just got surrounded by a lot of the right people who really knew Jesus. And they helped point me in the right direction. And along the way, I met my incredible wife and we got connected with a church, Life Church, that also helped blossom not only our relationship, but our love for people. Um, gosh, Jesus really just transformed our lives. And what I would hope is that any person that I get to meet or interact with understands that they are so loved, not just by us as followers of Christ, but also Jesus and the things that he's done for us. Everyone should know that they matter. That's, that's a great statement. Everyone should know that they matter. I happen to know some more of Alejandro's story in more significant detail, and we're not going to go into all of the detail today, but I know that his childhood resulted in, like he said, it was hard, resulted in some significant pain. As you heard, obviously losing his mom as a kid, there's so much that, that could, you know, that we could share today that, that yeah. kind of tells the story of, well, let me put it this way. It made me at one point ask, how did you get to where you are today? And I remember I've actually asked you that question because after hearing your story, it's hard to understand how a person could go through all that you have gone through and then be who you are now. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I do think that it would be fair to say there was a season of your life where you were probably more of an angry person. Is that fair to say that there was some pent up anger be for, for a lot of different reasons? Um, oh, gosh. But some yeah. of the stories I've heard would lean in that direction. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it was, it was, I think it was actually really funny whenever I'd meet with a counselor and they'd just say, gosh you have every reason to be upset and angry. And you would just think, yeah, but like, I don't want to be that anymore. And for uh, much of high school and beyond, I was just so angry because it was all those questions that I never had the answers that I felt God was going to give. Um, but oh, goodness, it, it, whether it was the military, whether it was good leaders in my life who helped me understand that there's just more, more in me. Like uh, you've said it before, but I just always think back like, when you tell a student, when you tell somebody that you believe in them, it changes everything. And when you tell them that they matter and that they're loved, like it, it just changes everything. And that happened on multiple occasions in different areas of my life that continue to push me to the next of leadership and love, really. You know, <laughs> that sounds like such a simple thing to do, you know, and we're like, a lot of times we're trying to figure out, man, how do I reach this kid? And how do I make a significant <laughs> difference? And it's it truly, when I look back at the, game-changing moments in my life they were actually pretty small like they were they were little things 
that people said or did. I remember basketball coaches pulling me aside and saying, hey, we know that like you don't want to make it about you, but you're passing the ball a lot and we need you to shoot more. Mm. And they said, I think that you think everybody else is a better shooter than you. And we actually think you're the best shooter on the floor. Wow. And I remember it was one of those moments where I was like, well, you're a hundred percent right. I thought what you said, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I, right. I definitely did not think that. And it changed everything about the way that I played basketball moving forward. And it makes me like convert that, you know, like to life and go, mm-hmm. how simple would it be for someone to sit you down and say, Hey, you seem to be really, really quiet and soft-spoken, and I think that that's great. But I also think that there is an incredible, passionate leader inside of you. And it just hasn't come out yet. And I'm not telling you that it's going to happen right now, but I'm looking forward to the day that it does. And just know I'm cheering you on. Mm. And just thinking about the difference that makes in the life of a student, but like, what about even the life of the leader that is serving next to you? Yeah. Because because we also have to be building each other up. And so we're always just looking for ways to build each other up and genuinely care for people. Yeah. And obviously, I brought up the the anger or the, you know, the stuff that I know that you experienced, especially as like a teenager through those years of your life, trying to figure out, God, why in the world have you allowed my life to be flipped upside down and for me to experience so much pain? And I just bring that up because it feels so opposite of who you are now. And I think that there's probably some some switch leaders listening who think, man, being that person that just makes people feel like a million bucks and love people so well and makes them know that somebody cares, I'm just not that person. Like I, I do yeah. care about them, but I don't think I could ever be that person. I bring it up because I want you to know that you're wrong. And like I want you to know that you, you absolutely can be that person And it doesn't mean you're going to be that person the way Alejandro is that person. It will be in your own way. But but if a guy can go through what this guy's gone through and even even experience season of life where probably less kindness and more just anger and hurt. And then and then one day as a young man, get to the point where Jesus radically changes his life and he becomes a new person, then you can, too. And, and you can be that for leaders around you and you can be that for students. And so some of you, you, you're kind of thinking, okay, I get the idea that we should love, we should love people well. And I don't think anybody would like deny that, but you might be trying to figure out, oh, then how do I do that though? Like, how do, how do I practically do things differently than the way I'm currently doing them so that I can start living that out. And so Alejandro, I'd love if you would share maybe some things that you are doing in your own life or things that you have, ex- you, you know, you have heard other people share that are, are ways that set them up to win that are practical, maybe even systematic yeah. that go, Hey, I, I, I don't care a great deal about systems, but I care so much about people that I'm willing to implement some systems to make yeah. sure that I value them. What are some practical ways that you do that in your life? Yeah. One of the most beautiful things that you could ever do is say the name of your student. Say the name of a student. Statistically speaking, there are some students who don't hear their name at all. 
during a week. Yep. Like it can just happen based on whatever life circumstance they experience. And just saying their name and saying, hey, I'm really glad you're here. That is the beginning of opening a door to something that's important. Um, because you could open that door right then and there. And by the end of the night, they could experience some freedom through Christ and accepting him to their heart. And really, it could be that simple because they're seen, they're known, they're heard. It could be walking up to the corners of your campus's lobby during a Wednesday night and meeting with those students who don't have anything going on. Like they may are trying to avoid the eye contact and people, but just walking up to them with a drink and a snack and saying, hey, I'm really glad you're here and introduce yourself. Like, don't make it weird. It can be weird, but it doesn't have to be. It could be... Now, this is me, and a lot of people can probably understand it as well. I, I love giving hugs to people. It could be a high five. It could be a fist bump. It could be just a moment of recognizing them as an individual. Like, hey, you made it. Like, that's so awesome. I'm glad you're here. And it's, gosh, the feeling that people have when they're seen, it's different. That's life-changing. And the more we can help students be seen and we create that as a culture with our leaders and with each other, then that's just something that we do. That's who we are. Like I do it. And because I do it, I know my leaders will do it too together. And so all of us are just seeing students. And that's what makes it so different is I, I, my one rule is, hey, there is not a student who enters our building that is not noticed, seen or loved. Like that's what we do to every single student who walks in this building because we want them to know in this place they matter before they believe in anything. They matter. Absolutely. So, that's one way. I, I, I think that sometimes, you know, we think about student ministry and some of you are thinking like, yeah, I want my small group to get bigger. Or you're thinking about like, how do we like, how do we grow? How many students are here and grow this youth ministry? And it's so the wrong question because if what's on your mind is like, I want to grow my small group, then love your small group. I just, yeah. just, I hope you understand that if you love people really well, they want to be around you. And if they want to yeah. be around you, they want their friends to be around you. And <laughs> They want to keep being around you. And so they don't leave. They just keep coming because they mm -hmm. know that you care. And that doesn't mean that you're gonna not going to lose some students or they're going to stop coming from time to time. I don't want you to feel discouraged when that happens. It, it happens. Sure. But I do want for you to know that genuinely caring for each individual is a really important thing. And some people hear the term systems and they think, man, systems feels like the opposite of personal. Mm -hmm. Like systems feels like something you do when something's big and you have to like have systems in place so that this business or this thing can flow right. Sure. And they think it's the opposite of individual. It's not actually though, because if you had a doctor appointment, what would you do? I can tell you, you would put it on your calendar and you'd have a system. You would be on your calendar. You'd have a reminder go off so that you didn't miss your doctor appointment because if you missed it, it would be a big miss because you mm -hmm. shouldn't just miss your doctor appointment. And in the similar way, when a student tells you that their brother is having a surgery coming up, that needs to be on your calendar. Yeah. And it's not because it needs, it's not because, well, you know, I'll forget because I don't really care and I need them to think like, no, that's not it. It's because you care so much that you care more about that kid's brother having a surgery than you care about your silly little doctor appointment that you're still going to put in your calendar. And mm -hmm. so there's all kinds of things that we actually have systems for because we know they're important, but sometimes the things that are even more important, we don't, we don't create a system for because we, I think we just don't think about it. And so yeah. I, I would encourage everyone, if, if you are a small group leader, for instance, if you don't have a roster right now, I, I am begging you, okay? You can't see me, but imagine me on my knees begging, 
I am imploring. begging you, implore, right. you are implored to <laughs> not get through one more night of Switch without having a roster. You should all have a roster. You should know every student in your group should be in a note on your phone. Or you can put it, you can do it as fancy as you want. I don't care. But you bonus should at points. least have, yeah, bonus Add a prayer request. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So there should be something something where every there's a roster, you know every student's name, you have their contact information, and you have their parents' name and contact information. That's right. Not because you just want a system, but because if you don't have that, you can't follow up with them. You'll be halfway through the week thinking, man, I wonder how Alyssa is doing. And you won't be able to text Alyssa or her parent and check on their family because you don't have a way to connect with them because you didn't have a system, because you didn't have some way and make it important to be able to do that. And so that's what I'm hoping everyone will feel challenged with today is that the most important thing that you can do as a switch leader is to show up and continue to show love. And one of the ways that we do that, of course, is by making sure that we have some type of system or some type of plan to be able to follow through. And so Alejandro, as we kind of wrap up this episode, is there anything else that you feel like you want to make sure that leaders know on when we're just on the topic of what it means to love somebody the way that Jesus loves them? That's a really great question. Remember that Jesus sees and knows us. Jesus sees and knows these students. He knows the full story of these students individually, these parents, these families, like he's in the know of it all. And never, ever judge that student based on what you're seeing. There's just so much more that's going on behind closed doors that we just don't. And if we just th- right. take the time to love, to build trust, community, if, if you decide, hey, tonight we're breaking the script, we're going to see how everyone's actually doing because you matter and I care about you. Or, hey, you know, we're not having Switch in the building this week, but what do you all think about us going to CC's, buying the place out and just eating it all? Yep. Just taking time to walk with these students, see them, know them, I'm telling you, that's the difference maker there because when you have that relationship, like that's where there's room. That's where God can move because it's a safe place. They trust you. They know you. They believe that you love them because it's hard to believe that sometimes in this world for students. But when we keep showing up, when we keep being real, when we keep being love to each student that we get to experience life with, they will open up. They will be loved. They will be real. I, I just, it's just one of those things. Keep showing up. Keep being there. Yeah. Keep being who Jesus has made you to be. Use your story. Use your experiences to speak to these students. As we're closing out this episode, I want you to have this image in your mind. I want you to imagine Alejandro Worth as a teenager being in your small group. And he being a kid that maybe seemed kind of hardened, sometimes was disrespectful, sometimes had anger in his life, like you just going through a lot and maybe you're just frustrated. Mm -hmm. And I want you to think about what it would be like or what it would mean if you just allowed what you saw with your eyes in front of you to determine what you believe to be true about that kid because you didn't know their story. Yeah. It would be the opposite of who Christ wants us to be. And then I want you to think, what would I do differently if I made sure that I knew their story, that I knew when they were hurting and why, that I knew what they loved and celebrated so that I could be on their team, I could celebrate their wins, 
and I could walk through the fire with them during their losses. It would make you a different person. It would make you love more like Jesus. And for dang sure, it would make you a better leader and switch. So everybody that's tuned in today, you guys, you care about being better. You care about loving students well. You care about being a better leader and a follower of Jesus. Because if you didn't, you'd be using this time to listen to something else. But instead, you're listening here because it matters to you. So as we say every single week, we love you all. Thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.